stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, April 6th of this year, April 6th, 2018, a day that many Canadians are going to remember for a very long time and a day that that really, in, in so many ways, changed the community of Humboldt, Saskatchewan. Uh, it was uh, a colossal tragedy, one that, that I remember just, you know, we, we were all struggling to come to grips with just how devastating this bus crash was. 16 players and staff of the Humboldt Broncos killed, 13 injured, so many lives forever affected. But it brought the country together. It certainly brought the community of Humboldt together. And what became a priority was ensuring that the Broncos would continue that there would be a Humboldt Broncos team on the ice for the 2018-2019 SJHL season. And they managed to do it. And, and it's certainly due to the hard work of, of a lot of people. I mean, essentially rebuilding a team from, from, from nothing. Right? I mean, the players affected, though even those who survived, are really not in a, a position to, to, to come back and play. So you're going out and you're trying to put a team together. And they managed to do so. I mean, hiring a new general manager, hiring a new head coach, finding players, getting all of this ready to go for a season. Well, the home opener in Humboldt, Saskatchewan, is tomorrow night. Interestingly enough, against that same Nippon team, the Humboldt Broncos were traveling to play back on April 6th. Mike Armstrong, reporter with Global National, is in Humboldt, Saskatchewan, head of tomorrow night's home opener. Mike, thanks so much for joining us here. Thank you. If you hear noise behind me, that's the Zamboni doing the last pass uh, here after practice this afternoon. Uh, so, yeah. Just a little while back. So you're down at the arena, right? An arena that probably most of us have, have never been in, but I mean, we, we all saw it on television, all the memorial services, the funerals. I mean, it became a real kind of rallying point for the community. Now, I guess that it's getting back to its purpose of hosting Broncos hockey games. What's, what's the mood like, the atmosphere there? Yeah, it's interesting that... Uh, there are only two players, actually, that are returning that played with the team last year. Uh, and we heard from one of them uh, earlier today, spoke to him briefly, Braden Cameron. And he put it this way. He said, you know, after it happened, uh, the community realized how important the Broncos were to the community. They said now the players are returning, uh, are, are realizing how important uh, the community is to them uh, and the help that's going on. Uh, it's, it's, really, it's really incredible, I mean, seeing all these signs. And it's kind of funny. I've never been to this town before but you go to a lot of places and you recognize them uh, because you've seen them on the news over the last uh, six months. Yeah, and for these two, especially just how emotional this is, overcoming this this tragedy and mourning the loss of so many of their great friends and mentors, uh, and, and then getting back at it, getting back on the ice and, and you know getting ready for another season. And, of course, that's going to include a, a lot of bus trips, right? And so just an emotional roller coaster for these guys. Yeah, Braden was saying that, you know, at times it has been overwhelming for him, uh, but he just keeps looking at tomorrow's game and saying it's it's a game, it's fine. And, and uh, it's kind of funny because he's worrying a lot about the new players and how they're doing and trying to make sure that they're comfortable in the community, that they're comfortable in the locker room and they're, they've got what they, they need. And, and he's he really he's worrying about them. And it almost seems unfair. Like he should be worrying about himself in a way. Um, 
maybe that's the wrong way to look at it, but but he really is focused on on other people instead of himself. It's kind of impressive. Yeah, and when you look at communities like Humboldt, uh, you know, I mean, you know, these these junior hockey players, they're like the, you know the NHL stars of the community. The team's such a big deal. These players are such a big deal in town, and you know, so many people sent after the crash just. What a community center this arena is and people coming together to cheer on the team and go to these games and, and you know, the young players who, who would, you know, look up and admire these, these uh, junior players. It can really unify, bring a community together. Yeah, uh, there are three players actually on the roster this year um, that are all from Humboldt. And uh, we didn't get the chance to talk to them, but boy, I'd like to have a couple of minutes with them because those, those are the guys that would probably appreciate uh, really, really what, what it means to them and to their families, you know, the, to the, the people here. Um, but this arena, it sits about uh, 1854. I believe they, they've sold out and they've also sold extra seats or standing room, if you will. Uh, so it is going to be packed, basically, uh, but not just with people, but with emotions as well tomorrow night. Indeed. So tell us a bit more about what's going to be happening tomorrow night. There is the game, of course, the home opener of this SGHL season for the Broncos, but there's, there's, there's other things planned for tomorrow. Yeah, well, before the game, there's going to be something very, very short. Um, they're not saying exactly what that is, but uh, basically all the teams in the league at one point are going to be raising a, a banner uh, to remember the team. So that might be something that happens, but it'll be very, very brief. They are, they're going to have a ceremony, but the ceremony is going to be after the game. It's not going to be a pregame ceremony. And the reason was, uh, I spoke to somebody with the team today. She said that uh, during one of the preseason games in another city, there was a, a ceremony before the game. And she said, you know, we're standing there with guys standing on the blue line crying. Yeah. And a couple of them had tears in their eyes during the opening face-off. And so it's, it's very hard on these kids. So they, they, they're trying to avoid that, and they're going to have it after the game. But you can expect it'll be extremely emotional. And it's also going to be broadcast on TSN, which yeah. the kids we spoke to today or the young men that we spoke to today are, are, are well aware of uh, the importance uh, and the profile of this game, and, and they're looking forward to it. That's what they keep saying. We're just going to, we're concentrating on, on, on hockey, on hockey, on hockey. But then they say that when the game is over, when that ceremony goes, they're going to let themselves go. That's what Braden said. He said, I'm only focused on the game, but once that buzzer goes and the game ends, I expect to let my emotions take over. Yeah, and it is going to be emotional. Like, as you said, I mean, a lot of Canadians are going to be keen to watch this. I think a lot of people just want to be there. They, they want to be a part of this. How have they handled that, that ticket demand in, in Humboldt? Because there's only so many seats in the arena. Yeah, I mean, they just, they just sold it out, and, and that's pretty much the end of it. Uh, they fit as many people as they possibly can. But as far as people trying to see it, I'll tell you, we went out to the memorial, uh, to the crash site yesterday. It was basically the first thing we did, we did when we arrived in town was throw our stuff in the hotel and say, okay, we want to see the, the site. Mm -hmm. And it's a couple hours out of town on the way up to Nipawin, uh, quite far actually. And we were there with just cars passing and trucks passing once in a while. And, and a gentleman in a truck actually pulled over, asked him one question, <laughs> and he cried like with the, on the first question. Yeah. So it is extremely emotional to be there and to see that memorial, to see the crosses, uh, teddy bears, beers. A lot of people have laid down beers and a can of jam from someone's aunt and, and obviously a, a lot of hockey sticks and messages that uh, just send chills down your spine. Um, happy, one of the crosses, there, there's a set of white crosses and one somebody's written happy 19th birthday, uh, grandma on one of them. And then, uh, you know, another parent that wrote, I uh, miss you every day, my son. And so it's uh, to stand there feels like a very special place. Yeah. 
Well, it's a big part of the healing process. It's going to be a big night tomorrow night. Uh, full coverage, globalnews.ca. Mike, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Thank you. All right, Mike Armstrong with uh, Global National, who's uh, reporting from Humboldt this week. What's well, going to be a big night for the community. It's interesting, too, is the, the team has decided they're not going to name a captain. And that's uh, a tribute to the captain last year, Logan Schatz, who was killed in the crash. So we mentioned the two players who were returning, who were able to play this year, Cam Rudin Powder. They'll be alternate captains, along with newcomer Michael Clark. So that's going to be the, the leadership group for this team, of those three. So this community been through a lot. I think it was important to the community to, to, that the team continue. You, know, you could argue that, that you know, it's just hockey, right? You got to focus on healing. That can, that can wait. But, it, but it's, you know, it's all part of it. It's all part of that healing. So it mattered to the team, the league, the community to get the Broncos back. And so, yeah, it is going to be an incredibly emotional night tomorrow. But just to see the team back is, is a big step forward. All right, 403-974-8255 is the way to reach us here this afternoon. Quick break, and we are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.